0: Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the 12th episode of the Draft Rugby Podcast, where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kargi, and joining me, I have both the Dale brothers, uh, and this week I thought I'd mix it up, and I'm going to ask Nelson first. How are you going, Nelson? Mate, I'm just on a high. Just doing well. Are you? Love yeah. and laugh. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. And uh, Harry, how about
1: you? Mate, not so good. I only beat you to have the top score this week by two
0: points. That's true, yes. We were all victors this week in our fantasy fixtures. We um, you we, know, some, some of us won by more than others. but we, um, we
2: also knocked off the top three.
0: We did. We did. So um, it's you know it's clearly evident that uh, we should, we're should we the right people to record a fantasy podcast did, because we're coming in. Well, we uh, did say last week yeah. we're going to lie the whole time. Do you think anyway? that's why?
2: Maybe it's because everyone bought our lives mm. and they got us our win. What's the data
1: today?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. But hey, anyway, um,
1: this has been recorded on the first of April. Yeah, but
0: it's supposed to be <laughs> b- before lunchtime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yes. So now Harry, Harry Nelson, and I are uh, third, fourth, and fifth in our eight-man league, um, and uh, just working our way back up. You know, um, not necessarily in that order not necessarily that order yet let's be clear Nelson's in the bottom four and he'll never get out of that Nelson's but six. Yeah. Yeah. I was cursed last six is he oh yeah. my god jeez I gave him an extra place. yep alright very good alright well let's get the plugs out of the way do Network. check out the website draftrugby.com uh, for all our articles and content there's the Casualty Ward the Fantasy Round in Review the OG League Blog the Stock Market and if we find some time the weekly feature article I'm not going to tell you what all of those are you, you already know um and speaking of finding spare time if I do find any spare time I'm going to continue building the platform so uh we'll try and get some updates on that in the next kind of couple of weeks. What but, about um, those the
2: stats and the uh, the the posters, you know, the, the good picks that are coming out this That's it. We've lifted the content movies. game, yeah, that's it. Should, yeah.
0: Nelson smashing the graphics, I'm trying to um, get on the get on the memes, you know, uh, yeah. get some some images out on the the gram. Um yeah. so See if we can keep see how long we can keep that up. Um, yeah. See if Harry can do any Instagram ha- posts. Harry's actually. well known so. for not being able to keep it up for very long, so that's true. Yeah, he's yeah, two minute wonder. Can't confirm. Um, oh, sorry. me grang. <laughs> <laughs> Um All right, and look, and on the socials, <laughs> um, we are at Draft Rugby. Uh, obviously, most active on Twitter, but also on Facebook and the Gram. Um, all right, let's get t- tucked into the con- tucked in. Let's let's tuck in. I want to be tucked in in right now, it's only about 11 fucking 5pm, but um, let's tuck into the content this week, Um, and for Entree we'll be serving up a review of Fantasy Super Rugby Round 7, for main course we're going to look at what's to come in Round 8, and for dessert we're going to take a look at the Super Rugby franchise's average fantasy scores so far um, (laughs) in the season, and I guess what we can take away from that, so where's your just... Go to excuse, just pick up a player from that team. Um, I mean, we can all we can say already without looking at that, it's the Crusaders, but um, you yeah. Know, uh, if you had to guess, if you had to guess, <laughs> so that's it. But there will be hopefully there'll be some more insights from that. So, um, without further ado, the entree. So in round seven, the uh, the Brumbies, Highlanders, and the Lions had uh, buys. So the triple buy would have proved some interesting challenges for managers this week. A lot of pickups. There's a few coming up, so, I mean, you got to pay
2: attention. We did do an article about this a mm. little bit earlier on in the year to, to get ready for this sort of stuff, but,
0: I mean, you can catch a few people out. And with that, uh, I will put the stopwatch on, Harry. Mm. Harry Kane's Crusaders. Oh, actually, it's Nelson. Yeah, I'd it's... love to throw in a Nelson for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, so, <laughs> the,
2: the Crusaders... Uh, Walloped. I think that's a fair word. 32-8 <laughs> to eight the the Hurricanes in Wellington. Um, so that was a big win. In terms of the returning column, you've got Kieran Reid, who he returned since his last first-class match he played was in Rome four months ago against Italy. Um, and Richie Mo returned from his rest week uh, for injuries. George Bridge, he got pulled out pre-game with tight hamstrings. It was just precautionary. Um, so we're thinking at, at worst it'll be one week. Um, but that shifted in you know, or from the left wing, a uh, right wing to the left wing, um, and then Jordan came in to the My right boy. wing, yeah. yes. and then Reese onto the bench. Mm. Uh, Dane Coles also pulled out pre-game with another hammy, uh, with Riccitelli coming into his place. Mm-hmm. Kieran Reed came off at halftime. For cool, his 50th
0: game, no less, Riccitelli. Yes, that's mm-hmm. correct.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, Kieran Reed came off with a double leg hematoma. Mm-hmm. So he had one, and then he just got another knock on the same spot. That's it. Uh, Crotty also, he got elbowed
0: to the throat in the 54th minute. Both of these were clearly part of the Hurricanes' game plan.
2: Yeah, gasping for air, definitely. <laughs> make, make him gasp for air. He can't play footy when he's done that. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the Hurricanes um, are
1: super Rugby season was gasping for air. Yeah, that was that
0: yeah, it was, it was up there. It had to be taken, <laughs> yeah. the low yeah. hanging fruit. Yeah,
1: um, in, yeah. I mean, uh, were
2: there any other? You've thrown returning? him. <laughs> You've yeah, thrown him yeah. now. He's, a his, no, his uh, I got thrown off because I've got two returning columns for some reason. Um, uh, you missed uh, also. Scotty Barrett returned as well.
0: He also had a week yeah. off from
2: the. A Safa Omoa. Um, he he came in. Amoahe came in. Obviously with Coles coming out, he came into the bench. Yeah. Um so, so was, he, he
1: originally long. missed I think a week ago with concussion. Yeah. He he,
0: he does look like
1: fatter. He does, look he, does. Out, he looks way which, fatter. You know, um, with, that was all the pre-season chat yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah.
2: With Kieran Reid's return to 8 we also yeah. we were surprised Fuwa didn't get the start and Douglas Vetu Douglas moved to yes. number 6 the workman. Um so that's that's pretty interesting. Um, from there, what else happened? So last week we were saying that the Hurricanes were, were going to pump out their, back, their top team again, and maybe we'd see Geordie back to 15, goodnight, Tia Tia, and Husen or Aso on the final wing spot. But no, they persisted with Tia, Tia Do you think that was the right choice? Did you see this game? I did. Um, no, Definitely look, not. No, in no. hindsight.
0: Like, T didn't have a terrible game. He had a shit. Sorry. He, he he made some really made, bad he, mistakes, he, but he, he did sh- make a couple of good runs.
2: He made a couple of good runs mm. to almost make up for the multiple tries he gave away. Sorry, to,
0: to be fair, it wasn't worth the mistakes, though. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, he really stood out as someone that's pretty average to me. He he let in a try purely because of his positional play. He didn't pay any attention to his winger, his right winger. Um, And another one, he also didn't really have much of an impact when he could have, um, when Lamb was caught out of position as well. Um, To make things worse, Bowden didn't necessarily have his normal game. He had some Mm. uncharacteristic errors, including two intercepts and a few passes that went to ground. Um, The Hurricanes actually came out firing. They had a lot of energy, a lot of enterprising play. um, But they just really didn't make those chances stick. The Crusaders made a lot of errors early, but it just really didn't come from any points. From those first 20 minutes, you thought it was going to be like the best game ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we sort of said that the Crusaders grew into this game. Yeah. In terms of match stats, um, possession went the way of the Hurricanes, 62, Territory, 64. Um, they made a lot more game line carries, 69 to 29. Chibis. All the way of the Hurricanes. Crusaders led the offloads, 12 to 6, line breaks, 12 to 3. Fantasy man of the match David Harvilly got 79 points, 12 Trusted. carries, 85 meters, three line breaks, four tackle busts, two offloads and two tries. He was beast for the Canes. Vea Fafita got 57 points. Uh, he got seven lineouts and two steals. Arda Sevilla got 47 points. Um, and for the Crusaders, Jack Goodhue got 46 points. And he was pretty beast as well.
1: Big one for me is Arda Sevilla doesn't look like he's... Like, he's playing very
0: well, but he's not at his dynamic best just no, yet.
1: And he was pulled off. Yeah, that's right. He didn't play 80 then he minutes. played 60 minutes or something for that. And
0: okay. we won't talk about it, but we, we disagree. I think Matt Todd's yellow card was rubbish. They both think it was a clear card. He, we'll, leave, we'll leave that with you. What do you think, big listeners? Professional foul.
1: Yeah, he'd he <laughs> <won't> be purposely running <disgusting>.
0: to the back of. We won't discuss <laughs> it. All right. <laughs> Waratars one. versus
1: the Sun The Horatars are back. Yes, they are. Uh, or the Sun Waratars. Doesn't have the same ring. Suntars. Suntars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Suntars. So you had Tom Staniforth coming back from a preseason injury, came back uh, to lock on the bench. Oh, my God. Big name. What a revelation. Big name. Uh That's good. Keddy. Came back from his, I think he tore it, I mean, in the pre-season as well. So he came back on the bench. He was a good outside
0: centre in the preseason. Yeah, he, he tore it from falling over once he saw Carmichael Hunt signed and he was never going to have any time. He <laughs> yeah, had. he's not going to get much.
1: Polyasi Manu came back from his round six concussion and started again. He was pretty much the in for their uh, their captain. What's his name? Other Kiwi guy. Yep. <laughs> Michael Little. No, no, the prop, prop man. Come on, pull up for oh, um, Probably Miller, yeah. Craig Miller, Miller. Miller yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kato Shigeno as well came back from a rib cartilage injury in round three. Uh, and the only new injury on this one we had was Raboni Warren Voseyathor, who just came off ice in his ribs. So I don't think it'll be much. He didn't us. look like he was nagging. He looked proper sore.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he was. He yeah, was iced before he got off the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> was this playing. was
1: basically the Tars doing what they do best, and that is being inconsistent. Mm. They decided to rest a lot of players for this one. I think on top of that they rested. Um, Foley? Foley, and they messed... Uh, rest injured. Injured. Rona. Curtis Rona got injured last minute pre-game with a groin oh. injury. Oh. Adam Ashley-Cooper didn't play. Jed Holloway had his own rib injury... And Jack Dempsey as well, so they were missing a lot of cattle, but um, they were absolutely atrocious in defence. Curtly uh-huh. Bill was
0: a standout mm. for just he, not even he, trying. He, he looked like he really didn't want to tackle it all. Like he, I've never seen. I feel like I've never seen him make less effort. I, funny not that, that he's
1: known for defence. Funny but. that the worst thing they did though was when he actually tried and he shot out of the line, tried to solve <laughs> a problem by himself, he's and then out. we just watched Massawera, who scored three tries jog around Carmichael oh, Hunt like he was the old man that he is. Look, but, Beal, yeah.
2: with the way Bill's playing, he. He cannot be starting for the wallabies. No. He can be on the bench and come on no, and you know, try and fight. You know what's his
0: plan? When he's trying to do something, he, he sprints out so that he doesn't have to tackle them because he hopes they just yeah. drop the ball or try to throw it off. Yeah, like, 100%. Yeah.
2: yeah, and someone else makes them mistake. Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: speaking of Masoweta, the worst rugby player in the world, scored three but tries man. in this and one and tried to convince us he wasn't the worst. But then he celebrated like oh. he'd never scored a try in his life. He did this yeah. little like finger gun skiing thing with a bit of a cobra at the end. But they, Apparently it was... Yeah. Uh, in in uh, honor of Fumiaki Tanaka, who does that every time he comes into the dome, whatever the dome is. So I think
0: it was actually he was referencing a sumo. I thought it was yeah, but, is that what it is? but they gave him they gave him on the post game interview they gave him a chance to explain it. They laid it up for him and, for and whatever he said, no one understood. So um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was terrible Uh, Thank God Not the
1: fantasy man Of the match For the round (laughs) Sorry he was a fantasy man Not for the round (coughs) He was only second Anyway Nick Phipps Tried to take the game By the scrap of the neck To try and control The whole thing himself Started really well In the first kind of 5 or 10 minutes I was really impressed And then it all fell away Mm. Threw a flick pass To no one Just on halftime, Decided to kick the ball Out backwards Into his own 22 Just to find out That the hood hadn't gone And then tried to argue With the fact that he was wrong I I flicked it on Saw him make this little Break break down the blind side And the 5 metre Little a buff and you're like shit what's he doing mm. and then he his normal self came out yeah and I uh, can't can't go on without mentioning Hadar's kicking mm. he is an absolute weapon that one from the right hand touch lung was insane he's now 27 in a row this year 27 out of 27 32 yeah, in like a row. Haydar. Including the back of last year and chasing his own record of 38 straight.
2: And his record in 2018 19 is 70 out of 72. 97%. Weapon.
1: Michael Hooper now has the most tackles in the comp, 102 for the season, compared to uh, second with PSTD, 89 points. And then your fantasy man of the match, Masawera, with 88 points, three tries, 106 metres, eight tackle busts, and three clean breaks. Also big points to Hadding on 55, Hendrik Chewy, 47. Dan Pryor forty seven, Izzy Folau for the Flattar sixty five points with 160, 106 meters and eleven defenders beaten. Fitzpatrick fifty four, Hooper fifty
0: one. How good! All right, Blues twenty four defeating the Stormers nine at home in um, Eden Park. Yep, very good. It was a um, oh, who just? It was an interesting game. Uh, the Stormers <laughs> didn't really play the way I guess you expected them to play. They kind of yeah. they, they decided they were going to play more like a New Zealand team and put on a bit of a spectacle. So it's good uh, to watch. Yeah, no, great, great watching. Um, returning in this one, Etzebeth, so he just stood out a week from concussion um, and he came back and he had a pretty good game. Uh, let's just cover the injuries in this one first as well. There was... Uh, Daniel Percy, his uh, his right knee. Um, he basically was trying to stay on because I think the coaching <laughs> the coaching staff was telling him, "No, mate, you got to stay on." He looked like he could barely stand up hold his own body weight, but um, so he struggled off. Uh, Wilco Lowe also did. That was, that was online
1: defense from a scrum as well. They yeah. like threw yeah. it in him. They were just going to jog oh, past absolutely! Him. Yeah. So lucky they reset the scrum. The Blues
0: were licking their lips. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Wilco Lowe did his right knee, so Harry's got some notes here, already taped for a kind of an MCL, so likely just aggravated that. Yeah, if you watch the update, he um, he actually injured his ankle. Ah. And he's oh, really?
1: uh, touch and go for next week. Yeah, he just he just looked like it was his knee. It looked he like it was yeah. his ankle. <clears throat>
0: Very good. And that knee he was heavily taped. That's <laughs> that's why you just got to keep updated with the casualty ward, yep. Um PSDT, Peter Stefti Toy, um, well, now has been confirmed, he's heading home, um... So for to have a baby, um, also just to get some time off because, uh, as, as we've said, he's he's just tired from carrying the entire team everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, Tanyelu Talia um, got a red card for tackling Dylan Lates. Yeah. Um, so
2: really summarise this. We, we talked about this and had some differing views, but we think world rugby needs to come out. Sanzo Sen- needs to come out. Mm-hmm. And likely the outcome is if it is a up and under, so it is a contestable kick, you are not in a likely position to catch the ball unless you are jumping and attempting to catch it. Mm. So if you're running, you take out their legs. You deserve to be punished. He's taken four weeks out of this.
1: Yeah, he, he looked like he could. He was going to catch it on the floor. Then when he yeah. saw him last minute, he was. It was too late to do anything. So there the no logical. It's there's only no a logical others. way to deal with it.
0: Yeah. Mm. All right, we're crunching through this one. Basically, in terms of match stats, uh, the Blues had 36 percent possession. Um, the Stormers had 64, uh, and. The Stormers also had 67% field mm-hmm. position. So, really, they had everything they needed to come over the win. Um, the running metres, 544 to 464, despite the possession. Tackle bust, 26 to 25. Clean breaks, 25 to 13 to the Blues. So, it was about what what happened with the ball, and the Blues really made use of their ball. Yep. Um Nelson will be very excited Talking about the fantasy man of the match Also the My fantasy boy. man of the round Rico Yuani. How good Highest score so far in 2019 112 mm, points fire. Yeah yeah. 12 carries for 137 metres 8 line breaks 8 That's it 40 points from that 6 defenders beaten 3 offloads 11 tackles A try Try assist Even 1 a turnover he even conceded four turnovers, which is minus 16 points, but that didn't dent him much. I just want to point out that
2: uh, Nabon had a chance to have him
0: live on the podcast and didn't take it. True. Could have done it for Easy Flour last week. Yep. Rookie say. All right, moving on. Uh, Akira, my boy, 82 points. So it was really the Yuani show. They showed me the Yuani if you will. Um, nice. He also had five clean breaks. So they really, the Iwani family had 13 clear clean breaks and just <laughs> tore apart the Stormers in this one. Um, so for the for the Stormers though, Peterson um, he had a ripper, fifty eight points. So thirteen carries. He made five offloads, and that's what you want if you're a little man. You don't want to go to ground. You just want to get rid of the ball. Um, Bongi and Manambi, we had angry Bongi again, fifty four points, uh, and um, he looks good. Eight out of nine lineouts, and then Tom Robinson, aka okay, Paul Tito, made twenty three tackles. And just had a, a big shift, aka um, okay, Big Red, Big Red. Um, so he was pretty good. Look, it was. Great, great game. Can be better? No, there was another one I heard. Big Sauce. Yeah, big And yeah, look, I mean, the only other thing worth mentioning, I guess, is SPW coming off the bench. Really made kind of a game break and try. Um, just vintage SPW. Ran a sick line. Took through to two defenders. Awesome outrage. Uh, awesome offload.
2: It <laughs> was outrageous. It was an outrageous
0: yeah. offload. Um, and, you know, that kind yeah. of set them off on the way. So the next match was the Reds
2: versus the Rebels. Um, as far as on the returning column, I don't think there was anyone that that stands out to me that was that made their returns. Um obviously we had Hegarty come back into 12. I think he was the into 10, he was the only one. In terms of new injuries, you had Chris Feoie saltier Uh, He tore Hammy on Thursday and was pulled pre-game. Angus Scott Young, who was lucky to get away with no uh, missed weeks, although I thought that was fair. He failed a concussion test mid-match, and Rangi did a shoulder or collarbone that didn't look too bad. But he, he seems to have something each week at the moment. Mm. Um, the Rebels looked the better team throughout this one, um, and the first forty saw them with all the territory. They had seventy-two percent of ball, no, seventy-two percent uh, of territory. Um, which is absolutely crazy. Mm. Um, the Reds' defence looked solid until they started just leaking points. So it took until the 39th minute. Um, the first was set up by a beautiful kick from Quaid. Boy, did he look classy in his return to Queensland. Yeah, pinpoint kick that. Yeah, pinpoint crossfield uh, kick. Saw Maddox flying over the top of, was I think, uh, was Hegarty? No, yeah, it was, uh, Hamish, Hamish Stewart. Yeah. Hamish
0: Stewart tracking backwards, and, so he's never going to get it. And Maddox looks like he can do that with the best of them, you know what I mean? Like obviously, Izzy, can, sure. Izzy can jump a bit higher, but. You played back Maddox. He nailed that. Yeah. Um, he, Quaid also
2: later pounce on a, a, a missed pass, towed it through, towed it through a few times, and Maddox sat back, and he probably could have got a little bit early, and he goes, nah, you do what you want to do, and I'll just follow, and ended up scooping the ball up and, and scoring.
0: And credit to the perfect weighting of that tow through. There was another yeah. another try, someone else butchered a try by kicking it too yeah. hard oh, this week. I forget that, that was. Um, Stormers uh, game.
1: It was a, was a fly-hard. That's
2: right, move on. Yeah. yeah. So... Here's some interesting things out of it. So, Quade Cooper, who's been talked up a fair bit, mm. he has the most try assists of the season. Mm-hmm. So far he has eight. The next closest is five. Yep. Maddox also has the highest, the, the most tries for the season. How much was that, Harry? Eight. Eight tries. Mm. So, there is there is some talent and there is some things clicking for the Rebels. Just wait till Ben Lamb gets going, guys. That's mm. He does not look like he's got the aggression he needs this year, but you can talk about that later. Um... <laughs> But yeah they, 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 mm-hmm. the rebels are looking good in some in, in some parts of the game rolling more yeah. they also got a rolling more try for Rangy um, just absolutely dominate. They, they took a little while to set it and then drove straight through the through the Reds which is um, impressive
0: you know you thought the Reds pack was going to bully them yeah
2: I mean out of it I think the, the interesting sort of things came out of it that uh, it was the Reds scrum that was the, the dominant um, thing for them and it was the rebels line out that was dominant for mm-hmm. them. Um, and yeah, so that, that's that's just interesting. I thought, tackle busts, the Reds got 20. The Rebels got 7. Line breaks, the Reds got 9 compared to the Rebels 2. Offloads, Reds 6 to, compared to the Rebels 2. So statistically, like game, really. yeah, statistically, yeah, a lot of stats, but they just didn't take their chances mm-hmm. well enough. Um, I did want to mention as well that Liam Wright, I think he's he's shaping up to be a really solid number seven off a, off a kickoff of that first penalty that the Rebels got. Literally, they ran up, made the tackle. He was straight over, and there was defenders all around. He went straight under them and secured that ball and got them three points directly back straight away, which was pretty awesome to see. Um, the Reds' defense, they had 94%, while the Rebels had 81%. Yeah,
1: so rock solid on D. they just a yeah. couple of opportunities they just to kind of, try, well-worked tries from the Rebels.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, just, that's could, Cooper I magic. just couldn't hold out quite, that was it. Yep. Fantasy man of the match was Luke Jones with 52 points. He had three line-out steals, and he had 16 tackles. He is looking good in that number six jersey. Mm. Uh, for the Rebs, Filippo Dalgunu got 46 points with eight carries, seven tackle busts, and a line break. Tate McDermott, I don't know how he got his points. He did get four tackle busts, um, and he got 41 points. Obviously, made a lot of passes as well. And for the Rebels, Anururangi, despite his injury, got 50 points. 13 successful line-out throws, 12 tackles, and a try. Yeah, good.
1: Yep. Perfect. Sharks versus Bulls. Uh, this one must have been pay, uh, played in an absolute downpour because they <laughs> couldn't move the ball.
0: Was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah, sadly. Oh, <laughs> it just looked like it was. That's it. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a summary of the highlights. Uh, it involved kicking. <laughs> penalty. This um, is penalty. Nuts. Penalty. <laughs> halftime. time. <laughs> yeah. South African Correct. game involved. Yeah. Mm.
1: Sharks versus Bulls. 16-19. The Bulls got it done. Uh, two tries to one, though, for the Sharks as they tried to work back into the game late in that second half. You had Philip van der coming back via the bench, finally getting a run for the Sharkies, <clears> coming <throat> back from his injury. You also had Johnny Cotier coming <clears throat> back from his viral meningitis. He missed a few weeks and then needed to get his fitness back. Um, there was no injuries per se, <clears throat> except for some possible concussions. blunt force trauma? Akers and haematomas? Shock Brits <laughs> yeah double hematomas <laughs> uh, which is obviously the big talking point from this game because mm. there wasn't much else to talk about no. those two got into a punch up and threw three or four punches at each other each mm. both got red cards and then Shog Brits decided to go and sit in the crowd with the Sharks fans and have a laugh and watch the rest of the match like it was nothing and then, while Akers threw a tantrum in the change rooms <laughs> and everyone had a beer afterwards yeah. Akers doesn't look very happy in that photo no not at all really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a forced smile, right there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Anyway, so those two have both. Uh, I, I think Akers has since then gotten a three-week ban. I haven't seen what's going on with Shog Bridge yet. I think he
0: must have been. He was meant to happen tonight as well. He's probably but... asked for a live hearing so he can, you know, just smile them into a submission. <laughs> He'll be back playing next week. You know, I didn't. <laughs> Look, you'd, him. you'd
2: expect similar. You'd expect similar. He, he instigated with the first punch, but. We just I mean, talked about
0: last week, or well, I think my article I was talking about how if there was a good bloke award for the competition, it would, uh, we'd, go to, we'd go to Brits probably. he just death someone before this, maybe.
1: Shog Brits' Shog Brits's hearing is going to be 7am South African time. He's um, trying to put it off for the work Tomorrow, yes, yeah, okay. so put it off. Push it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's calling in favors. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is a defensively dominated game. Both defences very, very good. Um, there was not a lot of creativity from the uh, the attacking sides at all, though. In the end, the Bulls just played the way they always do. They put pressure on through the forwards ended up mm-hmm. kicking four penalty goals to the Sharks too. And in the end, the difference of the, the three points was Rob Dupree has missed three kicks a, a goal out of five, whereas Polo kicked five of five. That pretty much sums up the game. Cool. Uh, field position: the Sharks did have a big advantage, sixty-five percent, um, and there was th- roughly, let's say, three hundred and fifty to two hundred run meters in the two teams. So bugger all from either side. Um, are you guys, what are you guys trying to change on me here? <laughs> Nothing on you know, you know my, my stats: <laughs> the fantasy man of the match was Dan Dupreez. Was 60, it Dan Duplessy? Nah. Are you siting me up here now? No, Andy Briz, 62 points, 1 try, 16 <laughs> carries, 57 run metres, 4 tackle bars, 2 clean breaks, 2 offloads and 5 tackles. Oh, I like the energy. Andre Esterheisen, the giant, back <clears throat> to form, also tied, 62 points for the fantasy man of the match. Mm. Well, he's uh, done nothing, so do you, far you think he should have not been called the giant in previous weeks? This year? Oh, he was yeah. He Just was like the, the average side guy. No, the pipsqueak. Before he, had his, this. Uh, he had his jelly beans. Whatever, anyway. <clears throat> scored a late try, which would have bumped him up. Six or six tackles looked good there. Made a few tackle busts. He was good as well. It uh, sounded
0: like you said sixty-six tackles, but to be clear, he said six of six tackles. Six, six of is. six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sharks. No one else really scored well for them, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Luke Stringer got thirty. I
0: really like there, him. He looks he, good.
2: He's not Irish. There was his good...
1: second game, maybe not on debut. Second game.
2: Second sorry.
0: game, but no, he looks good. No, mm.
1: he's actually played seven. He's played in the past. He played last year as well. And yeah, two games. Mm. And Bulls Lizo Guboka has fifty four points mm. and Jesse Krill forty four points.
0: Yeah, River. Excellent. No. Yeah, Krill with a nice try there. Nice for the finisher. <clears throat> cool. All right, Hagguywaders and the Chiefs. A close one. Morning game for us. That's it. it was a nice Sunday morning, ten a.m. Get stuck in with your brekkie. Um, I had an alarm set. A little never, but that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hagguywaders twenty-seven going down to the Chiefs thirty. Um, it was three tries apiece in this one, and uh, it looked it was a pretty good game. Um, it, it was it was kept close throughout most of the game, but. Uh, by way of returning, um, kind of like returning or I guess flown over, the Chiefs had uh, to make a couple of replacements, so they sent Brody Retallick home and had uh, Auburn Ledger come over f- um, for... Like for like, would you say? Injury cover for Jack <laughs> Debrissini. <laughs> yeah. Uh, had Iteni Nanai Saturo um, and Taleni Sew! Sew! uh also fly over. Sew! And um, good thing they did. And yeah. good thing they did, absolutely, they were all needed. Yeah. Um, and for the Haguaris They had Lavanini Returning from A shoulder and Ribs injury I feel like He injures His shoulders And ribs Every game The head Highs mate That's it Or he at Least injures Someone else's <laughs> um, uh, Bafeli Or Befeji Fuck um, <laughs> Every time mate. He came back From a, a Kind of a Hip issue um, After he Came back Already And then Orlando Came back From a caught Calf And uh, Orlando Matias <laughs> Orlando Orlando, whatever. Um, oh God! And Geronimo... La, <laughs> the butcher. You know to all
2: <laughs> I like being on this side of the fence. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> the butcher.
0: Very good. All right. Well, anyway, they all came back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> injured. Uh, were these injuries from last week or were they this game? Yeah, that the, you're week. doing it, mate. Yeah, you did this. You tell me. <laughs> They're definitely not this week. Yeah. You know? Good. All right. Let's forget about them. So moving on to the game. Uh, Chiefs fifty-nine percent possession. 60% field um, position or territory, um, including 72% in the first half. Um, you know, that that suggests that the Hagiwara's didn't have um, as much ball, but um, it was fairly even in kind of everything else. Um, goal kicking, 100% each. Benicia, 5 of 5. D-Max, 6 of 6. They were bang on. Um, tackle success, 86%. is 92%. You know, very, very solid defense from the Chiefs there. Um... And I think, importantly, starting McKenzie, he didn't look shit. He, he, I thought he looked quite good. Not fantasy-wise, mm. but playing, he looked, he looked
1: pretty good. This just in, there was an injury. Yeah, it's a pretty big one. Jacquin diaz Bonisha. I like the way you did that. It was good. five 5'8". Mm. Tori's and will be out for three
0: weeks. Mm. Okay, so they're going to need to find a new team. So yeah, are you. They you always are. needed to find a new ten but new. now they have to find a new team. Yeah, that's it. Um... What else happened in this game? There was a pretty solid, like a hero defensive um, a- error from Her- De La Fuente for D-Mac. just jogged around yeah. the outside of him. It was yeah. just on. There was just like an outfall. It was like they stopped or on something. On the line, yeah. Yes. He just walked
1: around and it's like, oh, did, was that a try? Okay. Yeah. No problem.
0: No, the uh, the Chiefs were kind of just running ragged. Um, but the, uh, as Harry pointed out, the hugger areas kind of turned up once Pablo Matera came onto the field. So he was supposed to get a rest, but was then kind of listed on the bench. So Yeah, good rest. Yeah, good rest for him. Come in and try and bring the team back in. That. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, and then look, fantasy stats. Let's just get through that. Um, Luke Jacobson was the fantasy man of the match. He was an absolutely a man possessed. Um, he just was getting stuck into everything. It's 72 points, 14 carries, beat four defenders couple of offloads 17 tackles won a couple of turnovers just immense um, we had d 63 points so d really finding some form again in 15 um, he had 13 carries beat a couple of defenders 50 plus meters a line break etc for the Hags we had Petty uh, another 50 point game for him so 11 carries took 6 line outs 13 tackles he was very good and uh, also he's an opposition listed as a lock but the 8 uh, Tyler Ardron very important man for the Chiefs this year um, he got stuck into quite a bit as well, um, and then Lazana, um, nineteen tackles from him, so 42, uh, forty-three points. Yeah, not um, bad, and excellent. That sums up all of the game. So that would mean we're now going to move on to our main course, uh, in which we're going to preview the fixtures to come in round eight. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round Hopefully, we we'll
2: see some meat in the main
0: course. Round mate. eight already. Um, yep. And so there is only one buy this week. Thank God, uh, the Chiefs. Um, it does hurt some people, mate. So, so those are Nelson's <laughs> two best players, arguably. Uh, no, okay. Well, he got, got Rico. he got Rico. Oh, we'll come And again. Larry
1: just got off the bottom of the table, and now D-Mac's not playing for yeah, him Yeah, he's again. his only player. It. This is, it's definitely
0: going to hurt some people this week, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um,
2: not as big as the three week is, but it still will. Uh, so the first game is the Highlanders versus the Hurricanes. Another great Kiwi Derby to, to get your weekend off right. Um, in terms of injuries and people that will be missing, Aaron Smith... Um, so he's going to be missing for four to six weeks. So the interesting thing that comes out of that, we will likely see, and this is what my prediction is, I might be wrong, mm. 19-year-old Falau Fakatava, uh, the Hawke's Bay representative from Tonga, he looks like the man that will replace him. He's Aaron Smith 2.0. He's, yep, they've said that. Mm. He has played like five minutes, so it seems like a big call. Five minutes of Aaron Smith 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. so he, he'll likely be that ten. Uh, and nine, sorry, in the, return, the
0: returning <laughs> no, I, column. I, I genuinely watched him in the preseason. He literally looks yep. the same. as I mean, he, he's not... Looks the same, but he plays the exact same as I
2: be racist, mate. <laughs> um, in terms of the returning column, we've got Gareth Evans returning, or maybe returning. Uh, we've said last week or the last couple of weeks that he could be back. Uh, he hasn't been mentioned, but he had a calf strain in round two. Yeah, the original time frame said yeah. he should have been back in mm-hmm. two weeks. Should, should be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Cole's had a calf strain midweek, so... Um, they have a bye next week, so there's a chance he could play, but more than likely, our, our guess will be that he'll have that extra week off well, they have so he can recover. Go, yeah. Yeah, so he can recover from that. I
0: actually don't mind. taylor has been playing awesome. So. Rick and
2: is good. He also made a few mistakes, but that's mm. all right. And he, he smells, apparently, from that video. He's <laughs> he's, can't yeah, that. great video. Cody <laughs> Taylor. We'll put that one up there. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> CEO Tomkinson uh, is likely back after his round six concussion. And Rob Thompson. Likely back after his left ankle injury or sprain in round two. So, to pair Flau Fakatava for the halves, uh, I'm predicting it's going to be Marty Banks again. Kagi, you disagree? Joshua, get him on there. Okay, you're probably wrong. Marty Banks will probably be the man to start, but, I mean, we can't be sure. For the centre pairing, this is where it's going to be really interesting. They are coming up against the minibus Leomarfei. He took a little while to get into this game last week, but mm. boy oh boy, did he make up for it! He started getting angry on a few of his opportunities when he ran the ball. First time he actually had a crack, he scored a try. So probably first and only time anybody ran the ball last week. Yeah, yeah get a couple, a mm. couple ones later. Um, so for twelve, their options are Umanga Jensen or Jensen, depends if he's from Scandinavia. Uh, Walden like he's reclaiming his title. Yeah, like Walden or Tomkinson. <laughs> So the thing about these guys are the defense has been pretty rubbish. Umunga Jensen's got 61% tackles from the year. Tomkinson is also 61%. So potentially their best bet at 12 would be Walden, who had 91% in 2019 and is on 82% so far this year. So it will be interesting who they rate as their 12 and their more
0: defensive 12. Because you will definitely see that person getting picked this week. I think you got those mixed up. It was 82% in 2018. He's at 91% so far this year. No, I was right. I wrote it wrong.
2: Okay. 91, I think, last year. 82 this year. Um, this will be, yeah. <laughs> We're both shaking our heads. That's all <laughs> good. Yeah. He's shaking at you for interrupting. <laughs> um, Rob, Rob Thompson. No. <laughs> Rob Thompson is likely fit, so he'll probably be the 13. Mm. Um, if not, we'll see Tompkinson missing tackles in that channel. Um, But he's also good at running. (laughs) (laughs) So it depends what you you want from your man. Season stats. So realistically, I mean, the things that are going to go well for the Hurricanes are they run the ball a lot more. They've got 906 carries compared to 571. They've got 12 more line breaks. They've got 90-odd more tackle busts. They've got 23 to 16 tries. But they also... Concede a lot more penalties. Seventy-two this year compared to the Highlanders' forty, um, and the missed tackles column again goes negatively towards the Highlanders. And you cannot see that being something that will change this week with Lamape and the likes of Lamb and things running that. Blam, blam, blam. That's all I've got. Well, I going to stop
1: doing that until do Does something. Oh, I was about to say. I need the blam firing seriously. So mm. plan
0: uh, blame. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to stop dropping sitters of tries as well.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um so that's it, Harry. You want to move on to the Reds and Stormers? We can do that. Reds versus Stormers. Well this could be an absolute snooze fest. I thought maybe if I uh Got excited on that. it would make it sound more interesting than what it's going to be. It did not. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so basically, you've got two teams very solid in defence and two teams that don't understand how to attack. You've got a couple of people out in this one. Uh, Peter Du toit we said, has gone home to be a baby daddy. Um, I'm expecting Kovacovice probably going to come in at blindside for that. Um, they've also got Ivan Etzebeth out with a calf injury. He's been flown home as well, so he'll miss the next two weeks at least. Mm-hmm. Dan Duplessis we said it looked like he was on one leg with that knee injury gone for a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. Wilco Lowe touch and go with the ankle that we mentioned as well For the Reds they've still got to work out what they're doing with Chris F. Had I think it sounds like a minor hammy strain so maybe back Mm -hmm. And Angus Scott Young got a uh, concussion after trying to take someone's head off last week was it? No, it
2: was a his... gentle, he- gentle tap to the back of the nah, head. as your right. fist. Yeah, he right.
1: was trying to find the bald spot on Slipper's head. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so anyway, he has a concussion. He'll go through the HIA protocols this week. Uh, returning for sure, we know we've got Salman Morat. Should be back from his concussion, so I expect him to partner Chris Manziel.
0: If he ever scores a try, he better do the salmon dance. Just <laughs> yes. Sir. Or the Salmon dance. That's
1: right. Nice. Uh, you also have a few guys flying in. you got Cibella Sanatla that we all know, the old
0: sevens guy, who has feet not featured yet at all. Here's uh, a drinking game for you. If they ever mention, sorry, not every time they mention the sevens, uh, you have to finish your drink. So you
1: yep. Yep, sounds good. Yes, well. And you've also got a couple of utility forwards in Johan Dutoy and Ernst van Roon. Peter Steff 2.0.
0: Is that right? I, did you guys see uh, it, they, they put up a visual last week um, in the Tars game of uh, most tackles, and they put up you know Hooper was leading it, yeah. and there was Peter Steff the toy but they put, just put his younger brother Johan the toy's picture in there. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it took me forever to he figure was it out. So young, yeah, it was but... <laughs> He was like fourteen years yeah, old. Yeah, it was gone. Cool.
1: Um, yeah, so like I said, I don't know if there's going to be any t- tries in this one at all. To me, it's probably going to just come down to the four battle and then who has a better goal kicker, to be honest with
0: you. Oh, I reckon two battles score at least four tries,
1: yeah. Yeah, dreaming. Um, so well, I, I think this could be uh, an away win for the Stormers. That's my, that's my pick for this one. Fellas, what do you think? Yeah, look, potentially of recent form, I think you're probably right.
2: I don't want to see that. And I mean, you've been wrong lots recently. That's true. So, you know, the one thing
1: I would say against myself is you're always Before wrong. this week, the Stormers had scored six of their nine tries from rolling balls. Yep. And that's what the Brumbies were doing when they went in just against the Reds, and they had
0: no answers for the fact that the Reds had a very good de- <coughs> driving ball defence. So, this true. could be nil all. Mm. If if, if, <laughs> if you were the coach, would you put villamsey in at ten? Uh, perhaps two. I'd put him in you know wherever I mean?
1: he gets the ball, most, Mate, I would let him play whatever. This is literally he how I
0: see it. He could do all of the Stormers attack. You don't even need to pass <laughs> that's it to right. anyone else. Just, just <laughs> give it to him. Well, that's good because he doesn't pass. He man. won't he pass. 20,
1: he had 20 carries. <laughs> uh, anyway, before we get to that, mm. uh, probably like The big thing for the Reds is this is their third game in a row, I think, with a six day turnaround. And, and uh, what's his name? The coach, Thorne, made it very obvious that he was pretty concerned about that. So I'm expecting to rotate a few players. BPA, Brendan Pangra, most has been pretty good off the bench. So yeah, he true. should come in for Murphy if he's free in the leagues. I'd say that he's a good one to pick up. Absolutely. Um, Harry Hawkins was the guy that was originally starting a couple of weeks ago. They put him back he's to good. the bench, so he should probably get a run this week. And then uh, Duncan Power will probably get a run over CFS if he's still injured, obviously. Um, then the other one is Cerovi and Tate McDermott. So Tate McDermott's been very good, mm. but he's, Cerovi's going to get another run and yeah, uh, anyway. a few short turnarounds is just I think that they might get this uh, rotational policy going I think the Reds game basically hinges on whether or not Karevi
0: gets the ball it's Volemsi versus Karevi in, in terms of that. those are the two attacks so yeah. you're saying put just Volemsi, Volemsi at centre no no I'm just saying that those <laughs> 13 probably this way they are they, they a potential they comprise the entire attack of either team. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, for the Stormers, Franz Malherbe could get a lot of minutes with Wilco Lowe potentially out, so that could be a very good pickup. And is just like <laughs> eyeing off. Don't tell people that, because that's Kagi's weak pick every week. He just trades between the two. I just keep teams.
0: swapping between the two of them.
1: Ruan Nell, Nell will slot straight into outside centre. Who was Wilco and and Lowe of last year? So anyway. The uh, the disappointing thing for me <laughs> is that I've now seen Damien Valencia has slid back to the third choice kicker for the Stormers behind SP, then
0: Jean-Luc. Then Valencia.
1: just Disappointing. That's
0: yeah. it. Very oh, cool. I want to see Standard in there. That's the only other comment we'll make. But, Josh Standard, um, yeah. Josh Standard, yeah. really good.
2: Mate, Standard, keep talking when we're way past the time.
0: Excellent. <laughs> that was good, I liked it. Um, Lions, Sharks. <laughs> um, all right, injuries. The only real injury is Aka not injuring anyone except for his game time and <laughs> chance of the spring box. I don't know. Um, yeah. uh, he's going to be, our, right. we mentioned already, three out for three weeks for um, throwing some punches. Um, the Lions are coming off a bias, so they're going to be nice and fresh. Um, and it's just going to bring back some questions, some selection questions. So, who uh, trained the house down? So, returning, we'll have Andres Kutsir um, from a hamstring strain. Uh, Kyle Brink, we think, should be back. Um, from, yeah, that, from I, I read drink. something that actually said that he's. He, he said be back finally he, he's back, yeah. or something like that. Finally he's training. Because they've been trying all <laughs> kinds of things in uh, in the sixth jersey, but um, he, he could be. I'm not good. No. Nah. No, exactly. Nothing's particularly worked. Um, And then Johannes Ionka, who's your uh, kind of bench prop. So, very exciting to see him back as well. Um, Yeah, uh, I guess in terms of those line selection um, dilemmas, uh, I don't think we'll be seeing Tyrone Green or the South African Mac back at 15 again. I think Kutsir will be back there. Yeah, Um, that one week, Hammy, so he should be back to full fitness. Mate, if
2: I was coaching them... Mm. I know out. who I'd be picking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Andres would never touch my side.
0: Well, I, I just think it's it was good, well done by Swayster Brun to um, you know, put his players on notice that um, their, their spots that they've had the last couple of years yeah. aren't just, you know... And get a win certainty. out of it. They respond, <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, they respond yeah. very well. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I guess in terms of that centre combo, so those those old heads who have... Well, they're not really that old. We'll say Marpu's old, but I don't know about Borster. Um well, who are we going to see? So I think we'll see Similani at 13 again. He's yeah. just been great. Yeah, I think Mapu 12. He's got about 40, a 40-point 40 average just from his three games.
2: Um, they were like that in the back end of last game, weren't they? Mapu and Similani. Yeah, that and was that looked game.
0: solid. It was Mapu at 12. And Mapu had really stepped up. So, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see that with... Um, 41.5 average for Similani. Excellent. Um, and we might see Vorster on the bench, um, I think. Uh, yep. Yep. Again, makes sense. Uh, and then, yeah, for the wingers, look, I mean, they got loads of people. Scossan, we'd have to say, probably has his spot nailed down. He's been very impressive in 2019. And Gianti, uh, uh, he came on and scored a pretty amazing try um, in the last game before the buy against the Sun Wolves. He's, um, he's so hot and cold. He, he yeah, he's been yet to light it up this week. But he's a fan, he's a player that, as a fantasy manager, whether or not you have him, you want to see him playing. He's just exciting. Yeah. Um, so there's, I guess, him and Combrink and Skossan 2.0, whose name I forget, Mahuza, um, competing for that spot. Even, you know, they've even talked about Tyrone Green has played a lot on the wing. Has um, he? He has. Yeah, apparently, they love to see him on the wing. But um, who knows? I, th- I think it'll be Skossan, and I'm hoping Gianti. But we'll see. It's anyone's guess, really, yeah. on the right There's wing. a lot of
1: wingers out there all pushing for two spots, really. Yeah.
0: That's Tough. it. Um, all right. And then uh, in terms of the Sharks, uh, the only real questions there are, well, hookers um, so the only options with Akers out is uh, youngster uh, Karen Van Vuren who uh, I've actually been very impressed with he's um, he's kind of like a Malcolm Marks build in that he, he looks like he could play flanker um, and he's been he's been pretty good in the sh- small amount of minutes that he's had um, yep. and then the other uh, mm-hmm. I reckon so I think he'll be starting in on the bench we'll see Fezokule um, Mbatha come on that's just a fun name to say no idea anything about him at all but um, <laughs> or how to pronounce his name?
2: But it sounds good. Sounds no, good. I reckon he it. Yeah, as an expert. All right, and <laughs> bit,
0: it's it's lines Ly- at home. Um, what what do we think? Give us your uh, estimation. Estimation. I think the lines will get
1: up by twelve points. Uh,
2: I was probably what I was going to think. Couple tries, mm. but maybe maybe a penalty, two extra in there. So I'll say fifteen points.
0: Yeah, I actually think lines will get up as well. But I think it's be a great battle of the back lines Yeah. It'll be yep. all about whether the Giant can get involved. okay Yep. The giant or the average size. <laughs> sure you do. All right. Take us away, Nelson.
2: So the next matchup is the Crusaders versus the Brumbies. Mm. Can the Brumbies repeat what the Waratahs did? No. Um, they will not. <laughs> <laughs> they will probably repeat what the Hurricanes did, but worse, um, without as much skill. So in terms of people that are injured, Reid, he may potentially miss this week. With his double hematoma, um, Bridge likely back. He's going to don't, be reassessed. You, you don't want the to make it triple hematoma? No. So. Nah. Bridge uh, is getting reassessed throughout the week. It was precautionary for him to miss last week, so we will more
1: than likely see him back. I believe Razor Robinson said, said he's a stallion. He's the <laughs> kind of guy <going laughs> to go back. Reid? Yeah. No. George Bridge. George, oh, George yeah, Bridge.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he said about Reid. He goes. They go. How long will he be out for? He goes. Well, probably twice as long. Yeah, because
0: it's a double. <laughs> because it's <laughs> a, a double hammer. Hammer. Yeah. Um, And Cr- Crotty should be right to but, play as well. But us, the Will Jordan holders out there like me, uh, just hope that he can he could find a way on. I I actually chose not to pick up any outside backs last week because I thought they were, the available ones in our league were all rubbish, I, and I just wanted to play him off the bench.
2: This part he's about the Crusaders he's and averaging. averaging. Point eight points per minute. That is Holy mental. Point
0: Shit. eight. Boom, Will Jordan. Get him on. Wow,
2: that's nuts. Um, people returning. <coughs> You've got Moody and Franks. Uh, Moody was 50-50 last week, and he should be returning this week from an ankle, while Franks was cleared in round seven after having a shoulder niggle, and he should be back, and that'll bolster that front row for the Crusaders. Alan toa he it was day ball. by day in round six. Then he had uh, a week off be fine, uh, after his wrist dislocation he should be fine back to play his brother tony pulu had cheek surgery after breaking his cheek in round one the the implants didn't he he had implants is that <laughs> what we're going for <laughs> yeah. that's,
0: what we're, that's what we're spinning now yeah that's it
2: yeah um cheek implants <laughs> nice the cheek um Pocock. hopefully we'll be back after a, me. Uh, yet another calf drain for him um, but yeah, he should be good to play. And Arnold, he should be back after doing, it's, I think, a shoulder... It's a the kind of game you'd like
0: 26. to bring Pocock back for, really. Oh, you need Pocock <laughs> yeah, in this game.
2: They're, I mean, the Brumbies are going to get smashed unless mm. some people stand up here. And one of the people that are going to be needed, significantly needed, is, is Poey. His impact around the, the breakdown, slowing the ball down, mm. um, to, to try and get them a few pilfers and things in, in pretty critical moments. Um, can be really important uh, for any side. I mean, I'd put, uh, put Pocock in the Wallabies as my starting seven. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if these guys turn up and, and what's going to happen. Um, it's be like a test match, this one. Yeah, we, we think there's going to be uh, a moderate to high chance that Pete Samu will try and get on the Crusaders team bus <laughs> after the match. Take me back! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this! <laughs> they're not even playing me! Um, yeah, look, the Crusader Scrum struggled last week, and they actually lost three against the feed. Mm. Um, but with the return of Frank and Moody to pair up with um, Cody Taylor, I think that will definitely change.
0: I think it'll be sorted, yeah.
2: Yeah, so they've got 86% throughout the year, um, and actually have, have lost, I think, three prior to last week as well. Mm. So that's somewhere that, I mean, they're, they're going to have to scrub up a little bit on this week. Um surprising from the Crusaders, yeah. Yeah. And it'll be a battle of the Alala Toas, hopefully. We mm-hmm. we see Mikey coming off the bench more than likely, and Alan Ala Toa hopefully getting some good minutes.
0: And this means this will finally be Owen Frank's is it one hundredth? Yes. It was, it's the fourth or fifth week yeah. in a
2: row it could have been. It his 100th? Is it hundredth? Is 100. hundredth? I think it's hundredth, yeah. Um, mm. Another thing where, where you're going to see a lot ball a lot of ball in open space is the Crusaders love an offload. They've thrown 66 compared to the Brumbies who have thrown 48. The Brumbies talk about going to an open game, but we know a lot of their tries come from their driving more, off lineouts, outs things like that.
1: And the Waratahs need to stop playing such an open game. Yep, except
2: for Crossfield Kicks.
1: Yeah, except All right, any more on that, Matt? No, that's all right. Blues verse the horatars. Mm. Uh, we obviously have Tenielu Tele'a out for four weeks. Yep. Um, from his uh, spear tackle assassination of Dylan Ladies. Is that a fair summary? Clear. Yep. It was definitely murder. It was definitely attempted, attempted murder, <laughs> <so yeah. laughs> Uh You have. With that, a spot opening up on the Blues' wing. So, I'm not sure if Michael Collins is fit. I don't think he was injured because they kind of dropped him and then brought him back in for an, in- an injury when he first went out. So, he could be back. Otherwise, I he was diagnosed with
0: a case of just being generally rubbish.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he's had that condition for many years. Oh, it's permanent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he was worth some good points last year yeah, when he came been, on. In, and
0: he's one or two cracks. Let's just compare him to Milani Nanai, okay? Who do you want to watch play rugby? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready <laughs> go. Let me settle down.
1: Uh, Matt Duffy. Actually, I'm... No, oh, no, Rico does outscore Nano now. There you
0: go. The um, averages. Quite considerably this week, actually. Yeah, this week he did. Yeah.
1: Um, so Matt Duffy is also fit. He was fit last week from his hamstring injury, so it's going to be between him and Collins to try and take that starting wing spot, I would say. Mm. Um, Curtis Rona, they said it was touch and go last week, so we expect him back on the wing. Dempsey and AAC were both rested, as well as Bernard Foley. Mm. Uh, Jed Holloway... We think he's going to be back from rib injuries. We don't really know, but it's just—it just, it's just it well, generally doesn't keep people out from any games. So. You have to
0: think the tiles are going to put their strongest bloody side on the field. They, ha- well, they, well, they, they really blew, they it, blew it, it last week.
1: Yeah. Look, I they really blew it last week. Like they need to get a win back. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and Will Miller is also expected back from an ankle injury, so you might find him on the bench. But there's a lot of loose forward depth around there at the moment as well, so you yeah, may not get a run. Uh,
0: Hooper's got to have a rest soon He hasn't had a rest, has he? He Can has he? not had a rest But they're buyers the next week So I reckon he'll just play it through Right Seven weeks Just because they need to get a win yeah, fair enough. They I did. was surprised they didn't rest him with the summers.
1: So, a couple of things here. First of all, I think the Tars defense should be far, far better with the uh, with the restoration of AAC back into this team. Mm. I, I don't think they're going to go for KB and Carmichael Hunter's as center pairing again. It's very clear that AAC really shores up the defense, even if he's not offering too much in attack at the Hunt moment.
2: And AAC. You that's think a, they'll give that an a crack? The, the defensive center <laughs> pair? I would like to
1: think so. Um, but then that means that they're putting K B to full back and easy full out of wing, which I think they, they went to do that, didn't they? Until, did not, did who got me. injured when they they changed it up last minute? Um Someone yeah, so Brian, anyway, Brian 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 was, Brian was injury. It. That was no. Yeah, that's right. So then that's why they had to shuffle everyone around. Yeah. Um so anyway, that that that's definitely a, an option. So I don't know. I'd actually put my money down on that. I think that's a pretty good call. A- Hunt to AAC, KB at 15, it's, and Folau on
2: It seems like what they, they want to be doing against strong
1: attacking sides. Izzy Folau is currently the second highest average point-scorer in fantasy footy, uh, second to Anishad and Frizzell. Uh, Frizzel. Mr. Frizzle. So, I, I don't know. Is he going to score as well at wing? It depends if uh, Foley is doing some
2: pinpoint crossfield kicks like he has in the past. Well, probably not. Fo-
0: Foley's kicking against Crusaders was pretty it's, spot on. Yeah, Mate, I mean, it was
2: one of their
1: strong... It's only the
2: first that, time.
1: Yeah, mm. but that was one of the big reasons they took the Crusaders down. Yeah. Tom Robinson, the uh, big sauce... Big his sounds. bandwagon is as well sounds. and truly rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at some point he's going to have to have a rest. Dalton Papaditi is still sitting on the bench there, so he's one to keep an eye out for, for sure. Mm. Uh, and I'm expecting Akira Ioane just to absolutely roll over yeah. this light Tars mm-hmm. forward pack. Like, yes! This this has got to be a big game again for him, surely, because is there another team in Super Rugby that has a softer, you know, like a softer pack as the Tars? That's it. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard. Like,
2: we talk about Hooper, one of his best things being defense but he is still nowhere near as tough as you'd, you'd want him when you got a Kiro running on you
1: so yeah big points for the Blues basically
2: <laughs> yep so who do you think is going to be the Tars 8 Wills uh, or I how's think his back row going to set be, up I think it'll be Wills Wills I think, again I think
1: that's going to get back to what it was before Wills was there I think Wills will be on the bench you don't think Dempsey, Dempsey to six
2: Dempsey Dempsey. I don't Dempsey Hannigan stays uh, in the lock
1: no I don't think so they've seen it Hannigan actually Wills, well he, he
0: has just come back into the environment as well yeah so. I think Wills, Wills will
1: go straight. yeah he did but he'll go back to the bench I'd right? say yep. You just, you just don't want that to be true. I know. It yeah. <laughs> did pretty well for me. Yeah.
0: All right. Rebels and Sunwolves. Um, no injuries from either of those teams as far as I can remember uh, or have read at all. Um, returning, Michael Lil and Yamashita have uh, flown back... Uh, sorry, flown over to join the touring squad. So they'll be there in Melbourne. So Michael Little owners will rejoice uh, in that news. Um... And look, basically, if Salmar doesn't start this week, the Sun Rules are dead to me. Uh, dead as they, <laughs> as dead as they'll no longer be in the competition. Um, will you trade him to me if he doesn't? I might just put him on the open market. I'll just, uh, I'll just drop him and I'll pick up, uh, I'll pick up Massarewa instead. Okay, there you go. that's how, that's how dead he and my seat. No, <laughs> no. not okay. say things you can't take back. Right, that yeah. will, that'll never happen. But yeah, I don't know how Salmaki isn't starting, and I hope to God he starts this week. Um, yes. So the Rebels. Will they learn from the Horatars and not rest? You know, well they rested their players players. for the Sharks, so they shouldn't. Exactly, and the the logic there I thought was really sound um, because the logic being rest rest your players against uh, when you're playing a team in another conference because you want to play full strength teams against teams in your conference because not only are you getting the four points for your win but you're denying four points from another team in your conference. So it's actually very. Smart play from the Rebels. Um, yep. So yeah, so hopefully they've learned their lesson. They won't rest people. And look, to be fair, the Rebel set piece has actually been pretty fire. Um, you know, compared to the rest of the Australian teams, they they took apart the Reds last week. Um, what was their scrum like last week? I can't picture it, but I would have thought it was going to get pumped by the Reds. That's what well, I think. I've said that every week so far. I think I had the highest expectations of the Red scrum this week. But um, it was amazing, last the Red Red scrum definitely were, had the upper hand over the Rebels, but. Um, but not by that much um, and the Rebels they absolutely have been crushing it in the line out so Coleman Phillip uh, Jones Jones what with three steals last week they've just been all over it so, yep. um, so yeah basically I've, I think what the Rebels need to do real simple play territory don't kick penalty goals just kick it out they're going to win that line out and then just give it out to the back line I think purely Ganyer and Quaid would be too much for the Sunwolves to handle you know what I mean if, if they're getting good clean ball from a line out uh, in, inside of twenty-two,
2: uh, yeah. Look, I, th- I think it's interesting. Uh, they're a team that can throw the ball around, but Quaid's someone who's going to actually capitalize on that disarray that a lot of other teams, I think, at the moment haven't been against mm. the Sunwolves. They've been wanting to throw it around, yeah.
0: but I think that suits Quade as well. He wants teams doing that similar sort of stuff. Absolutely, yeah. He wants to be able to throw those great balls, but yeah. um, I think, yeah. Look, this game will ultimately come down to just minimizing errors. Uh, I mean, the Sunwolves scored a couple of tries off. Some um, well definitely one try off a terrible Mac Mason pass yeah. um, wow. and so that's that's typically the Sun rules they, they get up in your face they've got fast line speed and they try to pressure you into, into making mistakes and yeah if you can avoid those mistakes uh, play territory and you know dominate some set piece it's game over um, so that's what I think i have this one Jack Maddox to score bloody well so he'll still be at 15 I can foresee him getting a couple of meat pies um and, yes, the only other interesting thing for me is, uh, have we we still haven't heard anything about Jordan Ulisi. I think, I mean, he's supposed to have been coming back. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing, last well, couple he, weeks, he's but, obviously coming back from uh, an ACL reconstruction, and I think
1: they had the timeframes as pretty early, to be honest, on what they normally are. So, not not really sure, but there's
0: definitely been no mention of him. Yeah, no mention, and I think we said... I do keep checking. I think we said Rangie, um you know, Rangi was fine from his injury, and probably should be able to play, but if they're going the cautionary side, who knows, they could... Facilitator Ulysses to the bench. Yeah, absolutely. So keep an eye out on that one. Um, yeah, that'll that'll do that one.
2: Yeah. So the the final fixture for the week is the Bulls versus the Jaguares. Uh, the injuries that uh, I mean uh, to note. So again, Shaul Britt's not necessarily an injury, but he should be banned. I'd be very very surprised if he wasn't. Um, Joaquin Diaz Bonisha, he's got his quad injury, so they'll have to be, have to be looking for a new ten this week. Now who do we think that'll be? Oh, mate, they, they've got a, a couple Domingo of options. Is it Cruz. Santiago, Gonzalez, Iglesias? It's not going to be Cruz. No, it'll probably. Be. Sorry, it will be Gonzalez. That's
1: yeah, it. well, yeah. He's, he's the obvious one. But Domingo Miotti is the other young guy that it's they really... Like Cruz yeah, Cruz Malia. I don't know he's he back, just got back, but brought he's... back into the squad, but he's not going to be the next in line. Okay. Uh, Domingo Miotti was the other guy that they were talking about as potentially going to get all the runs at the start of the season as, as one of the other like main headliners. Yeah. So I think they like the um, the uh, the... I think Santiago Inglésius, He's surely he's a little bit older. He's yeah. 30. He's, yeah. yeah, so I think he's, he's, experienced, experienced. he's the, he his head off the, the yeah, bench. So, I don't know, maybe Miodi's to, to start if I had to put, a, put my money on something. Wow. Okay. There you go. Straight in. You
2: don't think give him 20 minutes off the back to, to more me it?
1: For it? Benicia.
0: Yeah. I just threw him straight yeah. in. Yeah. I don't it's know, true. maybe. Ba- baptism by fire.
2: Yep. Um, so people that are returning, we've got Warwick Helant from a shoulder injury. RG Snyman from an ankle.
0: (sighs) RG Snyman.
2: No. Um, Yako Visagi from an ankle. Mm. Um, and surely these guys are coming back. Yeah. Mm. What did you think it was? Long term
1: ankle. Ankle surgery.
2: Yeah. He's got two ankle. (laughs) He's come back from ankle surgery.
1: Ah,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, surgery. (laughs) Surely these guys are coming back as well. Travis Ishmael from his shoulder surgery, um, and Marco van Staden also from a shoulder injury. Both oh, are I, fit, but I like we have Marker not seen started. them. He's, I loved Marco van Staden; he is good.
1: Yeah. He was meant to be available last season. They didn't run. I <laughs> didn't understand. He <laughs> wasn't even in the twenty-three. Well, look, I mean, they've got to change some stuff, so it'll be didn't he in the Springboks last year. Yeah, he's a yeah. weapon, yeah. and they're they're at home as well. So all the guys coming back from injury should be available. Mm. Yep. Um, this fixture was featured, I
2: think, it was about five weeks or so ago um, in. Argentina um, and the Argentinians took it out 27 12 um, Augustine Creevy Harry we're saying he's missing
0: it's Augustine not Augustine
2: yeah
1: Augustine Creevy is available again this week is he
2: back this week he yeah. yes he's gone on tour there yeah. you go mm-hmm. that's that's big if, he, if he's available he's a good one to pick up um, unless you've got two Better hookers, like myself. <laughs> Isn't that like
1: any decision? That's <laughs> no, awesome but logic. That is really, that's really cutting edge. I just wanted to highlight right that I've right got here.
0: two better hookers. Okay, that's except good. for one who's not there. This Nelson, do you year. know which team wins the rugby game? The one that scores more points. Thanks,
2: mate. Yep. Um, Connie or Els is someone who's got a chance or Yakov Isagi straight from his injury to, to take that hooker spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think, Kagi?
0: Um, I think it'll be Els, actually, just because yep. he's been playing. Um, yeah, he's been there. I'm really annoyed that uh, Maratulule is still injured. Maratulule, I mean, we loved him when he was playing for the Kings a couple of yeah. years ago. But yep. anyway. Yeah, he was quite
2: good. Mm. Um, Lizana is also back to the bench. We're guessing for Pablo Matera. Pablo Matera is supposed to have the week off. Got thrown into the doesn't side. He doesn't hate it. He does not. He's a bit of a beast. It's not your team ever at all. is he? Nah, nah, no, no, definitely not players. No. How do you guys see this one going? Do you, do you see that the Jags getting an away win, or do you and ending their three-game losing streak, or do you just think? Much of the same for them. No, they're done. They're dead to me. I think they suck. Much of the same. That's my gut feeling.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like, with Creevy coming back, that's going to be... Yeah, but... It's going to make quite a change, but... I mean, look, we know we, we know exactly how the Bulls are going to play this. They're going to play territory and kick penalty goals from yep. everywhere on the field. Yeah, 100%. Put um, your money on that first point. It's coin toss for me, to be honest with you, but if I had to choose... I'll choose really, them. I'll choose Bulls at home,
2: Bulls at home. Bulls have got four wins. Jags have got two wins. Well, they've just lost. Um, have lost
0: Brits, and the, the Haguarias have Cravy coming back. I think those are two big factors. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm so surprised that you said that. I thought it would be pretty open and shut. To be honest with you. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you
2: go. But I'm nervous at Harry saying that, and I almost <laughs> want to change
1: my pick Well, the Bulls did ago, nothing two weeks ago, mate. So you never know. They
2: did nothing last
1: week. They won last week.
2: Yeah, for mainly penalties, mate one win.
1: dry I
0: mean, wins a win nah. they're an exciting team to watch the Bulls it's... yeah they did break some faces too <laughs> yeah. alright well anything else on that one Nelson any final thoughts no
2: that's it that takes me out of it mate
0: excellent alright well that would mean we have finished our main course and it might what you got what you got? do with that go
2: there you go, Maggie Noodle's going early.
1: wasn't that loud. Wow, that was, Always comes that early. That was loud, yeah. yeah. I'm glad
0: you cut that off instead of letting it go. Um, yeah, I just realised I woke up all my neighbours All the night night is for midnight. sure, <laughs> that's it. Your dog is not going back to sleep either. Um, excellent. Well, uh, so for dessert this week, we actually prepared something. Um, and we're just going to take a look at the Super Rugby franchise, t- well, okay, Super Rugby team's average fantasy points for the season. So They're,
2: they're starting fifteen.
0: That's it. So I mean, it's it's been fairly mm. obvious, and uh, I guess what we've seen in our league throughout the season has been, when in doubt, if there are any Crusaders that are available left, just pick them up. So yeah. people Same like Quinton Strange, all these kind of uh, you know Blackadder or uh, Billy Armour, any of these guys, if they've been starting, they've just been getting the run. Well, the Jordan best thing is, Sibiris. you know, we
1: say if in doubt, pick up a Kiwi. Mm. The five Kiwi teams take up five of the top seven
0: spots. Yeah. All five. You mean exactly? You mean like what's going to happen in the 2021 season when um, it goes back to yeah. a round robin? It's yeah. just going to be exactly. Like yeah. yeah. Now
2: they're so. going to have a lot of guys go overseas. So, so, <laughs> okay. so I mean,
1: everyone, as you kind of alluded to yeah. earlier in this podcast, everyone kind of expected the Crusaders to be on top. So they have an average between the starting fifteen of 484 points per game. Not as good as I think my fantasy team, but pretty good. Have you have you done the average of your no. fantasy team? I'm <laughs> going to guarantee you it's less. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the horatars surprisingly at 469 a Ooh. second place. Boys get points. They do. They have a few massive rounds as well.
0: well that's because there's Izzy who just always gets points. Curly Beal he, he he may you know not defend at all, but that doesn't really affect your fantasy Rona points. Rona gets points. Hooper's yeah. getting low. points. Cooper started tackling, his Yeah. Game points, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's some points around
1: there for them for sure. Surprisingly. Now, I didn't see this one coming despite the weapons they have out the back. The blues in third place, four hundred and sixty six points, I mean three behind the horror Tarts. Was that
0: literally just from the last game when Bloody the Uwaini's got two hundred points? You know? Well they
1: did, but round so they got five hundred and sixty points last week, which is massive. But the, the top in three. round four they got six oh one. No. 601, that would have been that week when Riga got like four tries or something as well. I know? think that is the top score. The Hurricanes have got 600 there in round three. But other, other, yeah, that's the biggest so far, 601. Mm. Um, fourth place, the Chiefs, despite having... Potentially the, one of the worst ever with 225 in round two and starting very slowly. Other than that, their scores have been massive. So I'm expecting more and more points. I'll probably continue to climb up that table realistically as the horatars slide down. I'd say so. Um, so they're in fourth place. I'm Hurricanes sorry. in fifth on 449 points. Uh, fellas, you want to go back to the bottom of the table
0: and uh, take us where you don't want to look? Nelson, cards. you're the lowest on the table, so why don't you... Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're more familiar with that area. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Um
2: The Haguaros, they have the massive average of 324 points a week. Now, I can confidently say my team is higher than that. Yeah, same. So. <laughs> mm, debatable. Um, they've actually had a few scores in the 200 range. 263 in week one and mm. 257 in week four. And that that is pretty atrocious. That's similar
1: to um, Nabung
2: this week. Yeah, and he, he's yeah. an absolute wow. superstar. Wow,
1: wow! But, but 324 average per game—that's that by player—is about 21, yep. 21 points. So if you look at the, you don't you, want him. 21 <laughs> is not a good score. That is a I very think, average. Fan I think score.
0: just looking at look, crunch it, crunch look at the numbers. The most, uh, the thing that pops out of you the most is that the to, their total points for the season so far is 1,943. And the Crusaders is two thousand nine hundred and two, so almost you know an extra third. <laughs> yeah, that's That's, <laughs> um, that's, nice. that's pretty crazy. Um, also,
2: they've got they've got some stars there that haven't fired necessarily yet. De la Fuente comes to mind for me. He he can score some good points in well, the centre. Again, is you. that just because he's in your yeah <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't scored <laughs> as of yet um, thing. The second last, the Stormers They've got 368 points per week And they could have the, the lowest score of the year actually With 202 in
0: round one I'll give wow. you a prediction, if Valemsi plays 10 That would up
1: Yeah, he'll score well, Funnily enough, they had their highest score last <laughs> week <laughs> With Valemsi taking the field, 476 points So mm. the Valemsi factor is strong Correct. Yep. But that still means don't pick anyone else up from their team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Moving up the table, something that's maybe not
2: too surprising. You got the Brumbies down low. Most of their points go to one or Phil two Alfa players. Angus scores all their tries. Yep. Um, so they've and got an average of three hundred and seventy-two points. What was that, Gargi? I to
0: say they're not flashy. You know, like they're, they're, yeah. Some of the reason the Kiwis teams at the top is Simple. because offloads, yeah. things like that. Yeah.
2: The, the Brumbies they do driving more. They do things like that. I don't even know if
1: people get. Was it round two? Was it round two they played the Chiefs? Because they've got that one massive score, 526 points in round two. Yeah, Yeah, I think that was that game against the Chiefs where they actually threw the ball around. Yep. So there you go. If they can actually play the kind of footy they say they want to play, they could be great, but it doesn't look like happening at the moment. Um, Sitting above them is the
2: team that doesn't mind a kick, Mm. Bulls. So they've got an average of 376. Um, Their standout was round four with 512. Um, but they've been as low as 254 in round two. Sitting above them, just sitting above them with two uh, 379 points uh, a week, which is only three points. Above them are the Rebels. So you'd, you'd think there'd be a team playing open, quite a, a, a strong attacking side, that you'd see some higher points than that. Hmm. What do you think that comes down to? Because that,
1: I mean, that's pretty low.
0: Sorry, I tuned out completely, Harry. You got this one?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I guess you probably don't get that many points out of their Type 5 to start with. Yeah. I know maybe puts a few on, but their, their props were worth zero. Yeah. Adam Coleman's worth zero. Angus yeah, Cottrell, just... their captains, was worth zero. So there are a few passengers in that side in terms of fantasy yeah, scores. Yeah, forward,
2: forwards letting them down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm it's still fantasy. surprised they're
1: that low, to be honest with you. I the, yeah. the Reds were much lower than that. I think they're, what, seventh or something like that.
0: All right, and then, yeah, the middle uh, part of the table, I guess. Uh, in at ninth place the team that has just been executed from the competition uh, the Sunwolves not Moon Dogs in at ninth place above the Sharks so their average is 415 points mm-hmm. um, and yeah I mean they've had a, their biggest week was 513 points in round 3 actually would love to know who that's against but then I'd have to pull out my phone and figure that out so um, yeah looking above the Sunwolves we've got uh, the Reds um, on 418 points the Highlanders on 420 so they're pretty close um, What are you pointing out, you, uh
2: You missed number 10.
0: Oh, well, it's the Sharks, so let's just move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Dupreeze. Okay, the Sharks <laughs> The Sharks are have 3-5 and, and they're just waiting for Jean-Luc Dupreeze to come back. They'll, they'll be up near the top
1: then when Jean-Luc comes back. <laughs> <laughs> He's their top scoring player. He
0: is, yeah? he is. And Dan Dupreeze but will stop earning any points. It's another 60 points a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so sorry, uh, we've done this in a bit of a roundabout way, but then we have so the Highlanders and Reds four twenty and four eighteen points, the um, Lions are at four thirty seven. So you know they've kind of gradually increased their points throughout the season when they've started. You know they started off not. Are you right, Mills?
2: Toys, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I
0: gotta get to it. Let's just let's just draw this out then. Um, no, yeah, the Lions have been. You know they started off pretty terribly and they've been playing progressively more expansive and better rugby. So they're at four hundred thirty seven points on average. And we've already done the case, So, look, I think just from looking at where the team's place in this, um, it's interesting that everyone has their bias. And, you know, the South Africans think that the South African rugby is more interesting. The Kiwis, well, the Kiwis are right in that the New Zealand rugby is always the best rugby to watch. But I think from the table you could see that the... uh, The teams that don't score fantasy points are the South African teams, South African Conference. The South
2: African Conference, yeah.
0: So it's kind of how we would expect it to be. The Kiwi teams, what you want to watch, high fantasy scorers at the top. The Aussie teams still throw it around a little bit, just can't execute skills in the middle, and then the South Africans who like playing your big test matches and smashing each other. Um, So that's how that's how the cookie crumbles for fantasy points. A Um, A few surprises there, you know. This this sort of
2: shows that you can't just go off. The team that you thinks the best footy team other than the Crusaders, mm-hmm. that they 're the players you 're going to pick with the tars and the blues and things like that up there, and the chiefs after struggling so long. Really, it just means you, you should be paying attention to this sort of stuff, you know? And,
1: Absolutely. And we should just say, just before we wrap up as well, the round in review, which normally comes out Wednesday or Thursday every week, <laughs> uh, always has the the fantasy points for the 15 and 23 for every single team. Mm. So you do always get live updates each week on that review in terms of what teams are scoring what points and uh, where you want to look for, for some of those sneaky picks on
0: your last when you're trying to make those last-minute decisions. Yep. And it's interesting just to see how your team fared against the competition, you know? Yeah, um,
2: definitely. That's something we've talked about in the future and probably we'll have it up running next year is you can have your team in that table and you see where you sit against the other um, super rugby sides, which will be pretty cool to
0: see. Absolutely, yep. just fun little features like that. But uh, I guess, look, the takeaway from this, as, as promised, is pick up Crusaders, if in doubt, or the rule still holds firm, just pick up Kiwis. You know? yep. they, just, they score fantasy points more often than not. Um, and yeah, the the horitas, um, you know, if second place. So they, they also seem to get it done. So I think that'll wrap up that um, boys. Any parting regards, comments? It's now. No, 13. I think people
1: people have listened to us long enough.
2: Have they? Are they still here?
0: I don't know, but um, give
2: us give us some sign of life. If you're still
0: here, people. I'm about to pass out, so let's um. let not wait for it. This is not love. No, it's all not. right.
2: I'm going to call it boys. What a way to wrap it up.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Stay slutty.